Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast. From Lee Enterprises, I'm your host, Terry Barnes. So happy to have you along with us today. Well, we are wondering about the latest news on student loan debt consolidation. It's such a moving target, and it really does remain so right now. So here to get us all updated is Cecilia Clark, and Cecilia specializes in student loans at NerdWallet. So happy to be talking with you again, Cecilia. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am good, too. Thank you, Cecilia. Well, I want to ask you about payments. Okay, this is one thing we we've really had our eye on for a while. Do the payments on student loans remain paused right now? Yes, payments are paused and interest is paused for now. Okay, so there is the very basic where we've been for a while. Um, This also sort of goes back to many federal borrowers haven't made a payment or haven't had to make a payment since March of 2020. Yes, that's correct. So we are going on three years now with absolutely no need to make payments on your student loans, but also there has been no interest accrual on those federal student loans. So this has been a great break for people who need it, for people who may have trouble paying. And it's also been a really good opportunity for people to get ahead who have been able to make payments and have been able to take advantage of that interest-free period. Okay. There are still, as you know, so many big questions out there and some are kind of confusing too. So let's go through a couple of these. Um, How about the student debt cancellation? Could this still happen? Maybe still this year? It could happen. We don't know if it will happen and when it will happen. So right now, everything is in the hands of the Supreme Court, uh, which will decide whether or not this gets to go forward or whether or not this is completely dead. And they will hear oral arguments on February 28th. So we have something of a timeline as to when um, we should start to expect a decision of whether or not this will actually happen. So we're getting some progress. Oh, that's so great. And of course, we're talking about all those lawsuits filed against the president's plan. And um, I'm, I'm, amazed when I hear there are 16 million people already approved, but all they can do is wait right now. Yeah, that's right. So if you have submitted an application, you got the real notice that you were approved right now, you are just in a hold pattern to see what the Supreme Court decides. Now, the Education Department has said Once they get the green light on this, all of those approved applications will be processed immediately and they will apply that cancellation to borrowers accounts. Now, if you haven't applied yet or you haven't gotten the notice, the official notice that your um, application has been approved, once the green light happens, assuming it does, you can go ahead and apply. And for those who have applied but haven't gotten approved yet, you should expect to hear from the education department soon. They'll pick right back up where they left off. Okay. So how about this question? Um, Could the interest-free pause on student loan payments, could that actually end up going away pretty soon? Yes. So that will go away in the relatively near future. We don't have an absolute date yet. 
because that is also tied to the Supreme Court decision. Ah. So once the Supreme Court makes their decision, 60 days from that time uh, will be the end of the interest-free payment pause. If we don't hear from the Supreme Court by June 30th, which shouldn't happen, but if that does happen, then the payment pause will end 60 days after that. So the administration has said, this is the absolute end. This will not be extended again. Uh, Get yourself ready for repayment. Of course, we have heard this before and it has been extended. But um, from what I know now, from what everyone else knows right now, this is the last, last time. And, um, you know, we should all keep our eyes on this Supreme Court decision and borrowers should start making those plans to pay 60 days from when we hear it. Wow. Okay. So what about this, uh, what I understand is a pretty new idea, this income-driven repayment plan. What is that? Right. So income-driven repayment has been around for a while. Borrowers have the option um, of several choices for income-driven repayment plans. What we have now are finally the official uh, rules coming out for the amended or new income-driven repayment plan, which will replace one of the existing ones. And this is a very big deal. So $10,000 in cancellation, $20,000 in cancellation, that is great. But this income-driven repayment amendment will affect so many borrowers to include borrowers who have yet to go to school. So whereas cancellation is just for those who have already borrowed and taken on debt, this new income-driven repayment will affect future students. So this is, uh, you know, the real reform here. And what it does is it changes the amount of your income that can be considered for repayment. It decreases that pretty significantly. So instead of 10% of um, $60,000 counting for your payment, maybe you'll only see 60% I'm, I'm sorry, 10% of $60,000 or $55,000. You know, it, it really depends on um, what your income is and whether or not you have undergraduate loans or graduate loans. So for those with undergraduate loans, instead of paying 10%, you'll pay 5%. For those who have graduate loans, you'll still pay the 10%, but it'll be right. on less of your money. And another great thing is that if your original loan balance was $12,000 or less, you will see forgiveness under income-driven repayment within Mm. 10 years instead of the standard 20 years. Wow. So that is a huge change. We're going to see um, a lot of borrowers with small debt amounts get out of debt much sooner. And um, we're going to see people with their payments reduced by, you know, half or more in many cases. So what you just said, it actually sounds like it's a lot more fair for everyone. Well, um, I will say that it is a lot more beneficial for borrowers. A lot of borrowers are going to benefit from this. The payments are going to be decreased substantially, no matter what type of loan you have. And if you are looking at undergraduate loans, Mm -hmm. then that payment is going to be decreased by, you know, 50%. Um, And a lot of people, a lot more people are going to see zero dollar payments that they qualify for under this plan as well. So it is going to benefit people in a great way um, where than the other plans, the previous plans did. Oh, my goodness. Okay, You know, we've had this question asked of us a lot from listeners, and, and I'm glad it comes up, but it sounds a little scary. Should a borrower actually consider bankruptcy? 
So this depends. Maybe you should consider bankruptcy, but first let's let all these other things play out. So there are a lot of balls in the air right now. We're looking at the 10K or 20K cancellation, which we're still waiting on a decision from uh, the Supreme Court. So we have that going on. Uh, The new or amended income-driven repayment, could that be of help to you? Could that help with your situation? Let's see how that plays out and consider that. Also, there is a one-time income-driven repayment waiver that will um, be applied to borrowers' accounts or accounted for uh, by July of this year is the plan. So what that will do is the department is going to go through and start um, counting many more months of payment towards that 20-year repayment timeline. So if you have loans that are 20 years or older or are you know close to 20 years, you might see forgiveness much sooner um, considering the income-driven repayment waiver, the, that one-time waiver, than you would otherwise. So if you have older loans, you know, 15 years plus, mm-hmm. um, if you could benefit greatly from the cancellation, the 10 or 20K, I would say, wait, see how these things play out. And then, you know, if your situation is not addressed or if these things fall through, um, consider the amended rules with bankruptcy. Got it. Okay. Okay. Maybe a last option, but at least we know there are so many options now. And do you have any news or or do you know what's new with the uh, joint consolidation loan separation That's really interesting to me. Yeah. So if you are one of these borrowers who um, consolidated your loans with your spouse, and maybe you and your spouse are not together anymore, and you want your debt separated from this person, there is upcoming an opportunity for you to be able to do that. So we are still awaiting the rules for this, what the process will look like. But in the near future, we are expecting... Um, a very clear process on how to apply to get those loans separated from your spouse. And this is um, a pathway that did not exist before. Ah. So um, this has a potential to benefit a lot of people and just really help people move on, um, you know, from a part of their life. That's that's a, a good deal. And as you said, with so many balls in the air with this whole thing, it just really pays to uh, continue to uh, remain attentive to what's happening. But, you know, I guess, Cecilia, what is the bottom line to this? So the bottom line is that right now we are seeing a lot of opportunity for student loan reform. So keep your eyes on all of these moving pieces, the Supreme Court decision, um, how that will affect 10 or 20K in forgiveness. And keep in mind that is tied to the end of uh, forbearance. So when forbearance will end is connected to that decision. We also have the income-driven repayment one-time waiver in the summer, which will, in theory, wipe out a lot of debt. So look at these things, keep an eye on them, start thinking now which you could benefit from, um, what which ones fall in more closely in line with your um, situation, and really follow those things to make sure you get to take advantage of them as soon as they are available. In the meantime, <laughs> if you have large amounts of debt, if you know you're still going to have debt left over after mm-hmm. cancellation is applied, assuming that happens, if you know that you know your loans are young and you're not going to really be able to take advantage of the one-time IDR waiver, and you can, try to make payments now while it's still interest-free. This will help you get down your balance lower um, and cheaper, right? Uh, And faster. Yeah. 
If you know that 10 or 20K is going to wipe out your debt, that income-driven uh, waiver is going to wipe out your debt, maybe not so urgent to, you know, throw money onto those student loans right now. But really think about your decision and how you can use these different uh, reform items to your advantage. Oh, it's, it's just good to know that at least this is all being thought about and that some kinds of reform huh, will be down the road this year. Cecilia, I have a feeling we're going to need to talk to you again pretty soon. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, anytime. I love these talks. It's good to just get it all out there. So mm -hmm. looking forward to it. A lot of important information and you really did break it all down for us here when we want to talk about the latest on student loans. That is Cecilia Clark. She is with NerdWallet. And thank you, Cecilia. Great to chat with you again today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm Terry Barr with your Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises, and we'll see you with another new episode next week.